Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name is Mark, and as I am every week, I'm joined by Miles, whom you heard before. Hello. Miles, just speak with your normal voice. Come on, be normal. Yes. Hello? And I'm also joined by Jackie. Cham Jackie. Cham Jackie, okay. Cham Jab Key. Okay, you did a pun, at least you didn't do a voice. Uh, and the three of us are... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, we are a podcast that used to and will continue to in the future uh, talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I almost said podcast a second time. <laughs> uh, the TV anime that started in 2012. No, they're going to make an anime about our anime podcast. That would be cool, but also boring. Is there an anime about podcasting? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we should we should we should find one. I don't know. We watched we we watched the beginning of that radio one. Yeah. I don't think you liked it. No. I liked it. Mark liked it. All right. <laughs> um. Anyway, we've watched and covered all of the JoJo TV animation, and you can find all of our episodes on Anchor.fm/slash/JJBpod. It's also where you can find us cover the live action movie, TV drama, and the uh, straight to video. That, that sounds so bad. Uh, the I OVAs. love that website. Straight to video.com? <laughs> no, anchor.com slash jjbpod. Anchor.fm, Miles. Anchor.fm. What a well oiled machine we are. Um, <laughs> and so these days we're watching shows either recommended to us from our listeners or sponsored by our listeners who go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. I love that website. Also a good website. Uh, and this week we are watching If My Favorite Pop Idol Made It to the Budokan, I Would Die. Uh, or in Japanese, it is Oshika Budokan Itekuretara Shinu, which mm-hmm. sounds longer when I say it, but <laughs> written out, it, it's not nearly as lengthy uh, and uses... A Japanese term, oshi, or osh. Which means? It means like your fave. Ah. Some, the person you're like most fond of. or Your number one. Yeah. Um, but before we talk about that, we need to first take a stop in our big fan Budokan. Oh, I thought I, uh, I thought I had one. Oh, you wrote something. That's what I should really do when I prepare for these. Huh? I think I think I thought of one while we were watching it, but I, I've, I feel like it was a pun on Cham Jam. <laughs> oh. Oh well. Well, we can take all the time we need, and I'll just Cham edit Jammin. Cham Jammin. Yeah, Cham Jammin with our listen. Nope, doesn't do anything for me. Okay. We're gonna read emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com. We're gonna do that now. All right, this first email is from Brock, and the subject line is Annoying Gundam Guy Part 2. This is because we recently watched uh, Mobile Suit G, no, I'm sorry, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, uh, and uh, as Gundam is a huge uh, universe, we talked about that a little bit and probably sounded clueless. <laughs> uh, the email goes like this, hello, JJB Pod crew, self-appointed Gundam Guy writing back in. This time, I'm hopefully not writing a novel-length email explaining Gundam lore, just going to give a few comments based on some statements in the podcast. Near the end, it was mentioned in an interview that the creator of Gundam, Tomino, claimed that 90% of the fan base was female. 
While this number is not verifiably true, there are a few images from 1980 that show a lot of female cosplayers, and really good ones, especially for the time. Uh, and there are some pictures attached. Also, ever since Jackie said she disliked Mecha, I have been sort of racking my brain trying to think of what she would like in the genre. The most recent episode was a big help because her liking G Gundam is a good indicator to not recommend anything else Gundam. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to recommend Macross 7 specifically. To put it into simple terms, the main group don't actually fight with their mechs. They use the power of music to sway the hearts of alien invaders. They are also in a band and use their guitars as a way of piloting the mechs. Here is a short video showing how they fight with music. Uh, and it is a link with a timestamp of 5 minutes and 4 seconds. Let me see. What, mm. What's the title of this video so we can recommend it? To our listeners, it's just called Holy Lonely Light, M7-27, and from Macross 7. Um, anyway, hope you guys found that interesting. Here's to hoping part six comes soon. P.S. I also left a low-quality picture of my Gundam model kits. Aw. Wow, big Gundam fan. Look at that. Look, look at, at that. All, look at all those Gundams. A little tiny Gundam. Perhaps that's what Gundam SD is, because I, I know that's a thing. I like that me liking G Gundam is like, all right, we can give up on Jackie. <laughs> well, it's more like the rest of the show, the rest of the the, the other Gundam shows aren't like that. Yeah, like right. They, they do take themselves seriously. Yeah. I, I think it's possible. A... I think it's possible I could like a Gundam, but I think it would need to be very specific. Well, then... Okay, keep recommending Gundams. It would listeners. need to be... It would need to be less about the mechs <laughs> and more about something else like politics you know like you know what i mean yeah or like a love story or something maybe yeah it doesn't sound like gundam from what i know about it like battlestar galactica but with mech anime children i think there's probably gundams people <laughs> would describe that way okay maybe we should just go watch the 1979 original maybe it'll just be charming for being so old i don't really want to watch more but i heard it has disco music that's what i did here so the soundtrack is disco not that, like famous disco i like that but just in the same genre <laughs> miles what were you gonna say um i also have a well i don't have it anymore but i had a gundam model of the of the hero one from gundam wing wait why did you have that i don't remember I've, i might have gotten it in the philippines and like started building it there and then took it here and finished it Hmm, interesting. I don't know if you know this, but that makes sense because the Philippines is, it's very close to Japan, you know? Mm -hmm. Technically, it's uh, Southeast Asia or Pacific Island, but that doesn't mean it's far away. What? Yeah, you heard me. No, I just didn't know. That's just a fun fact for our listeners that countries in Southeast Asia are close to countries in East Asia. I like Evangelion. Is that a mecha anime yes it is a mecha yeah i like it because everybody has all these feelings it's about and feelings it's about and it's you know like they're going to school and they have a teacher and she's an alcoholic and the it's thing cute. is no <laughs> no one can recommend a show based on the idea of it's like evangelion because right. like a lot of shows tried that uh, and it is its own sort of specific thing yeah it's and it's it's not its own specific thing, right? Like it is derivative. It's kind of like how in the '90s, after Pulp Fiction, there were so many directors or movies that were marketed as like the next Quentin Tarantino mm -hmm. like movie, or oh, this is just like a Tarantino thing, and they didn't feel like his kind of shit, really, mm -hmm. or they felt like pale imitations. 
So I don't know. I think it's, we just have to find stuff that's like really character driven, and the fights—that's it. The fights are largely about like the mental fortitude of the people, yeah, in the robots. And most of the episode is not the fight. Yeah, I don't really like too much action. Yeah, we, really, we should just not watch mecha shows. I think. I think. I mean, is that's the clear solution. That's fine with me. Is there one that it's all girls? I might be more. I might be interested if it was all girls. You no, know, I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting, but I, I am interested in Macross Seven because I, I watched the Macross Plus OVA slash movie, uh, and that that as I recall, that was great. If not only for the fact that it's uh, Yoko Kano who also did Cowboy Bebop and stuff, and there is a giant virtual pop idol. Mm. So there's that. Music okay. is important. Wait, speaking of Eva. Yes. Are we going to watch the last one that came out? Um, I haven't really looked into any, like, if there's been any illegal, like, fan film versions or releases. Um, and the thing is, even if there are, it will be hard for any of our listeners to have gotten to it as well. Mm. So, I don't know. I think we should just wait until we find a good... Um, when it's released in some way for home viewers, you know what I mean? And it's easier for more people to get it. Fine. This email is from Nick. Uh, subject line is Pop Idol. Hey there, JJB Pod Gang. Happy to hear that you guys are doing my Patreon pick this week. Really curious to see what your thoughts are since it's a fair bit different than a lot of the other shows you guys have checked out. And, anyways, my question today is. If you were tasked with putting together Japan's next big pop idol group using only four JoJo characters, can be male or female, villain or good guy, main slash minor characters from the anime only, who would you pick to take Japan by storm? Also, who would you pick to be front and center? Anyway, thanks again for everything you guys do. I look forward to your new episodes each week. One of your longest running $15 tier patrons... Nick. Nick is bragging over here. <laughs> P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up to my neighbor screaming, my na at the top of her lungs. Cool. Nice. Thanks for all the money, Nick. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for being a patron, Nick. Uh, who would we pick uh, to be, of the JoJo characters, who would we pick to be pop idols? You gotta make them all different. Okay. Are they even good at singing? I don't know. Are there any good JoJo singers? I don't know that there are. Right? Do they ever sing? We don't know. Yeah. We don't like, know if they sing. It's sort of funny that there's like a a dearth. Is dearth the term? There's just like a, a big void where there could be like... It could be a musical. Like it's so inspired by music. And the, the anime Bucciolati itself... The Bucciolati gang, they dance. The Bucciolati gang could be a boy band because they're all different. And I think like you can like them for different reasons. Like yeah. you have like... The young cool guy in Narancha, you have like the one of them is like kind of sad and angry, right? That's um is it a Bakio? Mm, well, he he can be angry, but no, maybe Fugo. Fu- Fugo's, Fugo. The, Fugo's the angry one. The turbulent one. Yeah, the bad boy. <laughs> bad boy Fugo, you know? I think the Bujolati gang could be its own boy band. Since you brought it up. Other than that, um I feel like Jonathan uh when he was a kid at least he was very performative and was obsessed with being a gentleman Mm. and i think that's sort of like i want to be a pure 
man uh is like lends itself to the idol uh kind of genre and then i mean obviously the bad boy could be dio yeah uh and then you need a dog no i don't you don't need a dog (laughs) you need a bird you need pet shop okay i'm putting together i'm okay i'm putting together like narancha kira um caesar abdul and oh it's only four I think that's good. Those four. Okay. Abdul, Narancha, Kira, and Caesar. Okay. No, I replace Caesar with um uh I replace Caesar with Rohan. <laughs> Rohan. Good. Miles, is that a uh, is that a historical quote from early Rome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what um Brutus said as he was stabbing him. <laughs> I replace Caesar. <laughs> And that's famously Caesar turned around and went, you, ew. <laughs> Everyone knows that. For girl groups, we can have Yukako, Mariah, um, Bette Midler. Midler? Midler, <laughs> yeah, Midler. Just Midler. She's the sexy um, one. Who's Cinderella's user? Aya. Aya. Well, I don't know about Aya, though. She doesn't have much of a personality. Like, you know, she's... In it for like one episode. I mean, she is like more okay. mother-y, but okay. She's the um. Just put in. She uh, gives them makeovers. Then put in she's Lisa the, Lisa. She's the makeup artist. Lisa Lisa and um, the who's the Oba- Obachan? Well, it's Enya. But Enya. Now you're getting to five. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So wait, there needs to be a little baby. Who's like the little baby who, girl? There's who, several babies. The girl in the show. Who, who is dressed like a boy. There's more babies than there are musicians in JoJo. The young girl. Who, now that I think about it, the young girl who like is a stowaway for like two episodes in part three. Anne. Anne. Oh yeah, and we see her butt a bunch. Anne. Anne has to be in it because you need a young. You need like a young like baby spice. You know, you need a little one. What about the monkey? What monkey? You can't put animals, Mark. You can put the orangutan in there. No. Okay, so you have Lisa Lisa, who's like the mature babe, you know. And the mom of the group? No, that's a different. That's okay, fine. There's no mom of the group. There's just a leader. <laughs> Lisa Lisa. Um, What did I say? Lisa Lisa, Mariah, um, Yukako. Yukako is the, you know, crazy but cute but psycho. <laughs> uh and what's the fourth one? Lisa, Lisa, Mariah, Yukako, and the Anne, the little girl. <laughs> okay. Those are those are my four for the girl group. Sure. That's better logic than we were able to come up with. It's true. Very good. Because they need to all be different, you know? Because, like, so different people can like them. So you can pick a favorite. Either somebody that you relate to or somebody that you, is your type, you fall in love with. They have to be different. Yeah. You want to pull in as many people as possible. That's why they have 48 member groups now. Actually, I want to replace somebody with like Arena or something because like there also needs to be like a sweet, innocent one. And I think I picked too many like, like I feel like Mariah, Yukako and well, no, I don't know. I feel like Arena needs to be, Arena can replace Anne. That's probably a good move. We okay. don't. And <laughs> Anne is in it for two. No one I, talks about Anne. I just wanted someone young, you know. Not even but. Araki talks about Anne. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Maybe there, she shows up in one of those weird spin-off books, but maybe Trish should replace Mariah or something. 
That might be better too. Trish. Someone else who's more. Trish, Lisa, Lisa. Impactful. Yukako. Yukako stays because she's my favorite. <laughs> I love her. At least Lisa's my favorite too. Okay. I don't know if you can have two favorites. Okay. What did I say? Okay. Final answer. Lisa, Lisa, Yukako, Edina, and Trish. Okay. I think that's good. Okay. Uh, Miles, do you want to read this email from Chad? Chad says, Aloha, JGV pod crew. I don't know about you all, but after checking out this week's anime, I'm even more excited for Stone Ocean. I Firuz is really fun to listen to and brings a lot of energy to her performance. Here are the hopefully interesting JoJo's bizarre voice connections for Oshibudo. Mina's number one fan, Eripio, will of course be sharing her voice with the next anime, JoJo, the Jolene Kujo. Uh, number one OG Otako Kumasa shares his voice with Part 5's Clash enemy stand user Squalo. Mark might appreciate that he's been the voice of Kyo Kusanagi from King of Fighters game since 2016. Mark, do you appreciate wow. that? I do actually. That is a surprising uh, contrast. Very, very different. Cham Jam's fairly no-nonsense manager Yoshikawa shares his voice with fairly no-nonsense capo and best Italian mob mom Bruno Bucciarati. Mark might also be interested to know that he's the voice of fedora-wearing fighter Hazama from the Blue games and the related crossovers too. Mark, are you interested in that? Not as much. I know who Hazama is. He kind of looks like Michael Jackson, but... That was Among the assorted other minor characters throughout the series, you might be able to hear the voices of Part 5 enemy stained user Carne, stand name Notorious Big, from Part 4 enemy stained user Terunosuke Miyamoto, stand name Enigma, and Josuke's mom. Part 3 enemy stained users Kenny G, stand name Tenor Sax, Rubber Soul, stand name Yellow Temperance, and Midler, stand name High Priestess. Part 2 Jobro, Major Rudolf von Stroheim, and even Part 2 Jojo, Young Joseph Joestar. Who's a celebrity that you've come the closest to being infatuated with? Hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Wasn't the pop idol group from the movie Perfect Blue named Cham? And the Oshibudo group is called Cham Jam. Conspiracy? coincidence or overuse of the japanese version of the english word come that is oh, not charm. what that says <laughs> how charm? did you he wrote it correctly i don't know what the hell you just did <laughs> that was weird um oh, messed it up. by the way uh, the last question uh we didn't answer who the leader would be and it would be lisa lisa okay anyway that makes sense um Closest you've been infatuated with, Mark, um, Miles. The this there is a reality television show on MTV called My Life Is Liz, which was not really a reality television show, and I was pretty infatuated with the main character Liz. That's a character. I mean, she's not really a character. I guess she's a human being. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a reality. You know, reality show. TV sometimes we in documentary uh, you might say character. Okay, I see. Okay. Cool. I don't think I'm infatuated with celebrities, but when I was getting big into Nine Inch Nails, I did read a biography of Trent Reznor. Um, so that's probably the closest. Yeah. I have not read the biography of any other entertainer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I guess I have two answers. One is the Spice Girls, because that just reminds me a lot of like 
this uh, pop idol kind of Japanese phenomenon um, because I did, you know, read any interview that they were in. If they were in like a magazine or something, I would ask my parents to buy me the magazine. I was like nine years old when they were popular, but like I wanted to read, you know, interviews that they had in magazines. If they were on, you know, an award show or something, I would watch the award show just to see them. Um, I knew a lot about them. Um, I knew a lot of random facts about them. Um, and like we used to play Spice Girls all the time because <laughs> like we were kids. You so, pretend each of you would pretend to be a different yes. spiced girl. So I was Posh Spice and she was she was mine. She was my my focus. Um I think because we played like that we were the Spice Girls, you know? So like I picked whoever I would most want to be like that was a brunette because that's important. <laughs> um so I was Posh Spice. Um, we collected like the lollipops, but like all the girls did that, you know, but they had like Spice Girls, um, uh, lollipops that had the, like the wrappers were the Spice Girls and mm. we collect the wrappers and I think they had stickers too. But the lollipop was just a lollipop, the shape? It was just a lollipop, but the, um, just the wrapper was of the Spice Girls. So that's one answer. I saw them in concert when I was little, but like that's because my mom used to work for a company that sold VHSs to video stores. And so she got, she was, she got concert tech tickets as part of like the Spice World movie. And she also got the movie for free on VHS, which is cool. Nice. Um, so I saw the movie a lot. The movie's really good. You guys, it's funny. It's, okay. It's hilarious. You haven't seen it. I was going to say I'm doubtful, but I, I do. It's love... really funny because they parody themselves. It's it's like they're making fun of themselves. I'm sure they do it in convincing fashion. It's I, funny. I like any movie where one of the main actors is Meatloaf. Yeah, he's That's in it. I'm a big fan of, although I'm not actually. There's a lot of good actors in that. Not a lot. Really? There, there's like two good actors in that. Um, and then the other one for me is Beyonce. Um, I know a lot of random things about her. Um, I listen to a lot of her music. I know all the lyrics to a lot of her songs. I've kind of fallen off on her a little bit. So her more recent stuff, I haven't been really following. And I don't know like all the inner workings of her life with like her kids and stuff like that. But yeah, there are definitely people who do. There are definitely people. Oh yeah. There are people who are really, really big fans. And like, it's also really easy to know a lot about Beyonce. Like I know like her bodyguard's name because... I was listening to a podcast where they're fans of Beyonce. And so like they would just randomly talk about Beyonce. Um, but like, you know, every year I celebrate her birthday. Not really, but I know when it is. And I'm like, it's Beyonce's birthday today. You know, um, I've seen her in concert a bunch of times, but I have no handshake events. Cause those are like insane to do a handshake event with me. It's not hands. It's not called a handshake event, but like they have, I think backstage, events that are like thousands of dollars probably yeah um that's the thing that makes it kind of weirder right is if it's like oh okay here's someone who suddenly spent hundreds or thousands of dollars to say hi it's not as weird as someone who spent 15 or 20 bucks or whatever mm -hmm. you know but they probably do some stuff like some special stuff for like her hardcore fans without having to pay or something like maybe they have because like i don't know it's kind of fucked up if like your 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 biggest fans aren't gonna be the ones that have all the money, you know. Yeah, but there's so many of them. 
Yeah. What can she I don't do? Know. I mean, you know, she can have a concert. That's it. Well, I think they they probably do like raffle off tickets and stuff like that. To well, the that fan would clubs, be nice to the fan clubs. If they do things like that. Yeah, I feel like they do. They must. Yeah, she can't shake everyone's hand. And I, I've done something like handshake events where um, it's a small band and we know that they're going to be there, and so we wait around for them and stuff like that. Um, and stuff like that. I googled Spice World, and a few links down. It's hilarious. There's a, I'm just like scrolling through like IMDB. It has a 3.5 out of 10. Wrong. Um, Incorrect. It should be 10 out of 10. But the link under it says Spice World offers a full line of products from fresh garlic, minced garlic, and squeeze squeeze garlic as well as fresh ginger and shallots. Oh, you can buy spices. Anyone know what squeeze garlic is? Squoze garlic. Yeah, squeezed garlic. I bet if I click this link, my computer is going to get hepatitis, isn't it? Okay, I'm not sure what it's doing. I'm hitting the back button. Okay, thanks for writing, Chad. Um, I noticed that perfect blue connection as well. Yeah. Um, thanks, everyone, for writing. Again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. I was wondering what a cham is, but I think Chad... Charm. I think Chad explains, explains charm, it well. Charm, charm. Charm, charm. I don't like that. Uh... And as we've mentioned a few times, yes, we have a Patreon if you want to support the show. Oh, wait. Happy birthday, Chad. Oh, happy birthday, Chad. That's right. Sorry we missed your... your Next week, we'll do the anime you Patreoned us for. But happy birthday. Anyway. Happy birthday. We have an order that we must maintain. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is <laughs> to be shuffled around. First come, first serve. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, we have several tiers. The first one is a dollar a month. So you can sign up and then just delete your uh, email to delete the whole inbox so you don't realize you're still getting charged and you can forget about it. Um, And yeah, for $15 or more, you only have to do it for one month, just one time charge. You can just turn it on and off like beep boop. Uh, You can tell us to watch an anime and we'll watch a few episodes of that show as long as we haven't watched it already or it's not uh, I don't know, total dog shit. Ah, we'll watch it even if it's total dog shit. Fuck it. Um, and for anybody who's pledged $3 or more, or in one of those sponsor tiers, so thank you so much to Robin, Omar, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Mickey, Nocturnal, Mr. Jackpots, Caden, Nick, Josh, Austin. Tim. Tyler. Martin. <laughs> Michael. And Chad. Thank you. Thank you for nailing the and. That's that it. time, by the way. And Chad. Other times I'm like tempted to, should I, should I try to put an and in there? Should I sneak it in and post? Even if it's Jackie's voice saying the last name and I'm just going and Chad. <laughs> you Or find a clip of me saying and. <laughs> oh, that'll be. That'll be hard. You usually only say one thing at a time. Uh-oh. Nothing linked together. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, subscribing. This is, it, it helps us out. It, it has helped us become uh, not the bleeding money pit that we were. Um, it was very embarrassing to tell everyone that we were just, I mean, suffering serious financial losses. Nah. To record this show in the utmost quality. And we were renting out movie theaters to watch the anime in 
<laughs> that was getting expensive. It got cheaper during COVID, but it was very risky. Uh, but now all of those activities are subsidized thanks to you all. Imagine if there was like a scandal and like the Patreon, the, the patrons found out that we were like using the funds in like ridiculous ways. Like we bought a helicopter with it or something. I mean, <laughs> listen, we've earned it then. I mean, we're still, we're making the episodes, you know, we're making the, people want to pay us 15 bucks. We don't promise not to buy a helicopter. <laughs> There's no, we're, we don't, we're not even making enough to buy a helicopter. Can maybe I just if we, say, if we save up, maybe we can buy a helicopter. It's going to be up a, a couple, quite a while. A couple years. Can I just say though, that there would not, there would be a very funny ending to this podcast if we got a helicopter, <laughs> we put our podcast logo on the side of it, and then we just like exploded. Like we just took off, went like 200 feet up in the air, Mark. just waving, and then just a horrible funny. crash. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Miles, is it funny? No way, man. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> All right, Mark, get the shit off the screen. <laughs> so I can get see Miles. Off this. I don't want to see these people's names anymore. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Let's, I want to see Miles. There he is. That's why we call him. I don't know what you guys see. When I click share, it looks exactly the same on my screen. It's just like, oh, there's a red border. Do you notice that? I'm not looking. <laughs> I don't notice. All right, let's take a quick break. And we're back to talk about if my favorite pop idol made it to the Budokan, I would die. Also known as Oshibudo. With good reason. Why? Because that first title is too long. It's too long. Okay. I guess we, what would we call it in English though? I guess we would just call it like Fave Budokan. Hmm. Fave Pop Idol. Uh, I, I wrote in my notes, if my idol blah, 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 I would die. Oh, okay. <laughs> we watched If My Idol Blah, 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 um, which is an anime. You, you could just call it Idol, I guess. Like American Idol. Call it idle. I mean, Budokan is probably like, probably not in too many anime titles. Yeah, but I also would never remember that. All right. Oshibudo it is. A made up word instead. Okay. Because that at least if you Google that, it will come up with something. Budokan, it'll tell you like ticket times and like who's going to play at the next concert. Mm-hmm. And like, we have revised rules for COVID-19. Oh, wait. I think I remember the pun. You got a pun? Let's hear it. I don't remember it. Buddha, 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 Buddha everywhere. Buddha, Buddha, con, con. Shit. Can I, should I just go ahead? Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Uh, <laughs> so Oshibudo came out in the winter 2020 anime season. Uh, 2020, if anyone's listening to this in the future, as you all know, an amazing year for everyone, especially anime fans. Um, Mark, you know, no, it wasn't. It, well, just, you know, things in general seemed good. No one was unhappy. People were able to socialize and feel healthy. Uh, it's the opposite of that. Oh, that's right. Uh, other shows. Um, oh, winter 2020 means the beginning of 2020. So it was actually things were okay. And then they went to shit. Oh, um, really? There was a. I se- guess. Yeah, you're right. Because winter <laughs> technically starts at the end of December. Yeah. Hey, man, I don't make the rules. This is just what it says. True. Um. Other shows, uh, Doro Hedoro was out at that time, uh, which we watched on the show. Um, get your hands off Azoken, also. Oh. Um, Isekai Quartet, which we mentioned, the number one anime at the time was Haikyuu to the top. 
Mm. Yes. So that's one of Just the seasons of Haikyuu. Oh, to the top. Yeah. Oh. To the top, make it drop. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. The show does have a fan wiki, which not everything does. And Does the, this podcast have a fan wiki? I don't want it to. <laughs> I do not want that. Okay, yes. So, Oshibudo, or If My Favorite Pop Idol, etc., etc. Uh, it's based on a manga by an author na- uh, named Aori Hirao, um, who started it in August 2015. It is a seinen manga by publication, because it was in a seinen. What does that mean, seinen? Uh, meaning oriented more towards adults. Oh, okay. Remember we had that argument about like the tropes of shonen versus seinen and technically okay. you can just decide it based on what magazine it's in. Mm. No, I don't remember. I don't listen to this podcast. Damn it. Uh, so it was a monthly magazine called aptly Monthly Comic Ryu. Um And it looks like the, the manga wrapped up last year in 2020. There have been several, several, there have been seven uh, volumes released. And the anime we watched was produced by a studio known as 8-Bit, who I don't recognize any of their shows except for that time I got reincarnated as a slime, mm. which has, I think, a few parts. And this is a show about, mostly about the fans of, but also a little bit about the pop idol group, mm-hmm. uh, a small kind of not super popular idol group. They're starting to gain in popularity a little bit. Yeah, they're starting to gain traction. And it's kind of about how serious the fans of idol culture take mm-hmm. um, their fandom and how the pop idols interpret that and also a little bit the struggles the pop idols have to go through as part of their job. It's very sweet. It's sweet. It's a little bit sad. It's pretty funny. It's not sad. It's a little sad. It's a little, okay, fine. It's a little troubling. It's it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. I wasn't troubled by it. I get it. I was. Well, well they don't they don't take the time to dwell on uh, the negatives behind this kind of thing, really. Mm. Um, and just how like I don't know what I read online that I think is true is a critique not of the show but of the industry, and I think the show does uh, a good job showing it is just how it exploits both parties yeah the people who are performing and the people who are huge fans mm. um, but more on the show itself um yes the main character is eddie Pio. i don't know what that's short for but it's eddie Pio, uh who is voiced by i fairuz yay the seiyuu who will be uh jolene in the sixth part of jojo i really like her voice she's great it's uh she's got a lot of energy a lot of emotion. A lot of energy, a lot of range Yeah. on this. She sings the ending theme, mm. um, and she's good at that. And this is still like one of her few leading roles, and I'm sure that, um, you know, that things will change for her after JoJo mm-hmm. because we've seen um, other people who were not huge voice actors do a, a big JoJo voice, and then they started to show up as leads in more and more shows. Mm. Um, so besides this, I think her other big show is... Uh, how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? That's an anime <laughs> based on a manga about a girl who wants to start working out and lose weight. Okay. And she sang the theme song to that, which is Onegai Muscle. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, we've been into it. She's half Egyptian, and I believe she does speak Arabic and Japanese. Mm. 
Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I feel like the other live, not live, the other like video game interpretations of Jolene I've heard, they give her like a low voice. Like it's kind of like she's like a tough guy, almost kind of sounding voice. Mm. And um, But she does have a lower voice. This car- this uh, this actress, you think so? Yeah, it's not it's not as high as some yeah. of the other, right? It's a little low. Yeah. Okay. It, it's not like dramatically low, but it's a little it's a it's mature. It it struck me so as husk. more realistic mm. than the other characters who I think are like putting on a cute voice. Mm. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, the show was written by someone I've never heard of, known as Deco Akao, who actually is a singer. Oh, the one who wrote the show. Uh, I thought she wrote the, a manga. I thought it was based on a manga. Well, the screenplay for the show. Okay. Got it. Yeah, her name is Deko Akao, but her real name, I don't know. I don't know where she got that from, but she's Hitomi Mieno. Um, so she has released 11 albums since her debut in 1994, but she's also written screenplays under, uh, under the alias Akao Deko. Uh, she wrote Noragami, which I have heard of, and After the Rain. And the music for the show is done by Moe Huga, which is familiar to me, but I don't know why. Uh, and yeah, it's a 12-episode series. Um, yeah, so it's about just a few, like, diehard... Um, they call themselves otaku, which I, mm-hmm. I thought was just a thing for, like, anime and manga and video game nerds. Mm-hmm. Um... In, in in America, that term has largely been replaced with like weeb. Mm. Um, but yeah, interestingly, I guess they they call themselves like idol otaku's. Yeah. Um, like let me big, ask big nerds about the idols. Yeah, and we watched for the pod. The three of us watched episodes one to three, mm-hmm. and Jackie and I watched episode four a little bit earlier today just for fun. Yeah. So we can was it fun? We can fill in miles on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you two know about idol culture? Before what did you guys learn anything about idol culture from watching this show? All I knew before was from the movie Perfect Blue. Uh-huh. Similar. And it just what did I learn? It seems like like super commoditized art. Like late mm. capitalism music. Yeah. Jackie, anything? Or you I felt like know. you knew this stuff? It reminds me a lot of like events here. Yeah. You know, where it's like, if you buy the album, then you can go up to them and get them to sign it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because like, it, they have to pay to, to even stay like a lot like a lot of events here are free if you stand on the line, you know. But I guess for the idols, you always have to buy like the handshake tickets. So, well, maybe that's just on top of it right or or is it the concert's free but you pay more or do you think you pay for both oh i think they're paying for the concert and the handshake tickets right right okay um i think what what struck me as interesting from this show i mean there were a lot of things but it's in like a small group so the the girls themselves are going around handing out promo flyers and well, being that, like that oh yeah 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 they're like we're in a pop idol group we're gonna be performing in a concert because i think they're they're too small to you know right but to me it's like that would reduce the want for like an idol and already the term idol is like troubling like what the fuck um but it feels like with celebrities it's like well those are intangible people that you can only get fledgling looks at 
and they're not really accessible. And that's part of like the mystique and the charm. But in contrast, these people are literally like, oh, hey, I remember you. And hi, you know, here's a flyer or whatever to others. But then they're also like die hard. I'm going to buy 10 of their CDs, even though I will only listen to one CD probably. Yeah. Um, I get it though. Like, I don't know. Some, sometimes you meet, like, especially if you're going to be a pop idol, like they are probably like really stunning in person. That's what I think. I think that might be true. You know, and they're wearing like, you know, really unique, cute clothes and they're, they probably smell really good. Their skin is probably sparkly and soft, you know, like. I guess. You know, I don't know. To a degree, so something and, about and, them and, is still going to be kind of distant and like intangible, but they, you still need to, you know, I guess they hook you in because like to be, to be their fan, like you have to care about them a little bit, you know? Yeah. So like there has to be the kind of like, oh wow, this person is special and maybe this person um, maybe th- it treats me special, you know, like, um, you know, like, they, oh, they, they noticed they, me. They noticed me. They right. smiled at me, you know, like, oh my God, they smiled at me. They like, answered my fan letter and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just like, and I guess probably, I think a lot of it is culturized by being like, there's a thing called an idol and it's separate from the rest of society Um, that even if you can meet them and they say hello to you and they're, you know, they're forced to, in a way, like hand out flyers and stuff, you know, that's kind of like an annoying mm. menial job. You would think performers just go perform and then that's it. But like, they're so small and indie that they actually go and, and do the, um, the promo mm-hmm. that, um, it's probably, I mean, it's probably also the way they hold themselves, you know? Yeah. But I think like the way that they are professional and I'm like, please come watch us. And, uh, you know, any, any sort of real talk attempts, they probably just, have like a very professional you know uh i'm a special entertainer person kind of reply with yeah well they, I'm prob- guessing. they probably are like why well, I, I gotta go give more flyers out like i'm not gonna sit here and talk to you they have they probably have ways to get out of conversations yeah yeah this this is this artificial barrier i mean that's even present when you you know go to a job when you go to a place the people there like i don't know i guess if you go to a strip club strippers like they're just regular ass people right who talk to you but it's phony Mm -hmm. and people probably get obsessed with strippers they absolutely do yeah yeah they have their favorite one and they go back and they see her all the time yeah yeah okay so they're like strippers got it no uh (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know idols are kind of right yeah but they don't strip they're just cute or it's like you know like it it's like you think you know the waitress yeah yes right yeah and she knows that if she says like, oh, I remember you, like, and she does, but she might you'll, be saying get it a good tip. because she wants to get a tip or she yeah. wants you to come back to the restaurant and you can say, hey, look, boss, those people come here because of me. Um, I One thing that I didn't realize, but totally makes sense is that um, I think it's an episode like two or three. Um, I think it's an episode three. The, the Mina... Um, in in an interview, she reveals her type, like who the type of guy that she likes. Yeah. And the other fans, you know, were commenting on it like, oh, like she was actually specific. Usually the idols are um, 
very general or like they don't they don't talk about they 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 make it general enough that it could be anybody which like makes sense because you want your fans to identify with whoever that is like oh i'm her type you know so it's like i want someone kind with a sense of humor it's like okay well that can be you know like anybody can see themselves in that but if you say i want someone tall with a mustache and uh whatever whatever then it's like okay well that's gonna narrow it down yeah, so we, we've mentioned Mina uh, before, and Mina is the least popular. doesn't mean that she's disliked, but she's just not the one people line up to meet. Uh, member of the, I think, seven-girl, seven-member girl group, Cham Jam. Mm-hmm. Clam Jam. Whoa, Black Betty, Cham Jam. Um, it's like the fifth time I've sung that song in different uh, forms on this, I think. Um and our main character, Eripio, is the most obsessed uh, with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it, it, and it is sort of adorable. I don't know if readers of like a, of an idol magazine would pick up on this, but basically it's just that Mina doesn't realize that that's what you're supposed to do, that you're supposed to be general mm. and be like, I just want someone nice who listens and blah, blah, blah. The thing yeah. that like qualities that if you didn't have you'd be a, a psychopath no one would want to mm. everybody at least you. everybody at least thinks that they're <laughs> yeah. kind you're supposed to want that with a sense of humor or whatever uh, but she writes yeah someone like tall like dark and handsome who wears scarves yeah maybe has a mustache yeah and and yeah so and then of course our main character Eripia dresses up you know kind of tongue-in-cheek she's not like it's this isn't like totally cartoonish and she's like she does oh. put on a mustache, though. Yeah, she's not like, oh, she'll want me or something. Because mm-hmm. we also later find out or realize that of the three main idol fans, uh, two out of the three, the most hardcore, aren't romantically interested in their preferred idol. When they see them, they just they just want to cheer them on. Which I surprised me. Okay. Right. Miles, what did you think of that? There is like... There, because there's a really creepy aspect to it, and the fact that it's like she's the only woman in this group of like men who are chasing after this pop girl group called Clam Jam. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a weird dynamic. But like, yeah. there's got to be some horniness involved. There's gotta be. Well, yeah, I mean, one of the guys, the 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 one, the like, so the main two are Eripio and Kumasa. Uh, and Kumasa has been like an idol chaser for a long time. I think this is like, I don't know if it's his seven is if it's his second rather idol group or not, but I think it's Eddie Pio's first. Eddie mm-hmm. is also, uh, characterized as, uh, she only wears, she wears the same track suit mm-hmm. like every day mm-hmm. or every time she goes to an event. Yeah. Um, so it's her and Kumasa who are both like old school fans of this group They've been fans a long time and they're diehard. They're there first for every event. They will take off work. They will travel to go see these girls and cheer them on. And they have their own faves. And there's a third guy. I think Motoy is his name. And he's a little bit more normal. And he's the only one who's like, oh, I would love to marry Sorane and she would be my wife. And they're like, yeah, I can't relate. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we don't really. That's not what we're here for. Um, but you do have to wonder then like, well, why are you so invested? I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe they are, because like what it seems to, like, you know, when you, to me, it seems like when you have a crush on somebody that you know you can't date them 
and or that it wouldn't work or whatever but you like the idea of it and so you don't I don't know. I think that there is I think that there is like a crush aspect to it. I think there is, but I think that it's just like they're that that part of the fantasy is not like bringing them into their reality, you know? Like I'm going to marry you, but rather I don't know. I love you so much. I want to see you happy and succeed and, you know, yeah. And not be a big part of your life because I'm not worthy because you're a fucking goddess, you know, like <laughs> you're like this like godly, beautiful, perfect being. And it could actually ruin it if you're like too close, you know, to like make that person your wife is like that's like too real because then you see like all the imperfections and like what annoys they're going to annoy you and like you're going to get into fights and, you know, it's it's like too real. Um, I think they it's more. It would ruin the fantasy. They, they like the pedestal that they're putting. They like they like that dynamic. I think. Yeah. You know, yeah, but so it is maybe, a crush. I think it's a you can have so like there's probably attraction, but it's yeah. But I I do think they also want to cheer them on. Yeah. As well, I I I understand the idol mentality a little bit more after watching a bunch of VTubers. I feel like you know yeah. because it's like you're not. I mean, I hope you're not. <laughs> I guess you could be. You're not hoping for romance or whatever. You're not like, yeah. let's talk cartoon anime avatar. Um, you know. Mark loves VTubers. I do like VTubers. I don't watch them as much anymore, but uh, I still tune in for the hits. Um, yeah. I was trying to relate it to like other forms of fanhood. Like, I think like what skews it is that it, this is such a personal form of fanhood, like where they actually meet each other and know each other's names. But, mm-hmm. like, other forms of fanhood, you do get super, like, when I watch the Knicks, I yell at the TV and I jump up and down, and, like, that's probably a weird thing to to an outside observer. But, like, it's just that, like, this is right in your face, this, like, form of fanhood. Mm. Yeah, and That it's... it looks like a form of love. I mean, it is a form of love, but, like... Yeah. Well, it's a form of adoration or idolatry. Idolization? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for for Eripio, I think it is a form of love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, yeah. By the way, apparently in December there was uh the last volume of the manga for this announced that there would be a live action adaptation, but there's there was no details given. Oh, that'd be good. Um, so we don't know if there will be like a um TV show or if they're gonna do a movie or something. Well, speaking of idols, there have been like idols on um on Terrace House too that we've seen. Yeah, so yeah. like real people who are in the Terrace House reality show. Right, they're from like AKB forty eight. I think was the big one that was on in season one. In uh yeah, Boys and Girls in the City, which was not officially released overseas. Yeah, but yeah. And there was that 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 little young girl who there was like a a drama with her. Right? Oh yeah, but I think she was a solo person. She was in a she was in an idol. I guess not. I think so. Okay. I think you're right. Um, yeah, and there's this thing with idols too where not only if in, if asked in a magazine what your type was, you want to be general, but you also always have to seem available. They're not allowed to date. Yeah, or they can date, but they have to keep it secret because mm-hmm. people, people are going to date. If anyone finds out, you have to leave the group. Yeah, people trying to fuck, you know? No, you're not allowed, Mark. You do it though. You're going to do it. And so you hide no, it you, they from can't. everyone. You don't make it public. They'll get fired. If they don't hide it well, I th- I'm sure like these managers know that they're going to do it, but they're just like, 
Mm. Don't tell me about it. Don't tell any of your colleagues about it. Whatever. Um, and so I think the the first three episodes or four episodes that we saw kind of detail just the lengths these people go to see their favorite idols. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get at least like what the manga cause interpretation of the pop idols um, like side of things are like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like at least be, with them being such a small group, they do seem very appreciative of their fans, you know, which I guess at this low level, them trying yeah. to make it big, they must be yeah, really appreciative of them. Yeah, I thought they were grifters, but they were also getting exploited. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is the grift of it, like it, it's not their decision, you know, like I don't think I mean, I know that they joined the idol group, of course. But they're not the ones who are like, oh, if you buy two CDs, you get two tickets to meet me for mm-hmm. one minute. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, That's just true. like how they sign in. And and the thing with idol groups that people have talked about is like when an idol has to leave the group, whatever they call it, graduating. Mm. Um, and then someone else probably fills in the spot, which we don't really do in America. Right. Like if a Spice Girl leaves the Spice Girls, it's like, well, now there's four. Well, the Spice Girls basically ended after right. after that. Right. They either don't move on they either don't they they they, they did a tour of, with the four of them which I, that's the one that i went to um right but and then shortly after that they were basically over um but then uh yeah like they they might leave or something but they don't try to replace them they don't have this like rotating thing they no. do it in menudo i remember that was a thing they did them. they did that originally with destiny shall destiny shall had like six different girls in it before they mm-hmm before they landed on the the final three really then how do they, they use, trickle down how do they use the term destiny for like a trial <laughs> and effort destiny to get kicked out of the group it was your destiny we just had to no, try a I few think things it was until like, we figured it out who had the destiny because beyonce and kelly were were originally always in it and then there were like another two girls and then i think they got replaced by another two girls maybe and then one of those girls left and the other one i think was michelle it was something like that where like there were like three other girls who were in the group at one point and they all like, le- and they originally were four. And then after the last girl left, it was, it was just down to three and okay. Michelle and Michelle stayed through the whole thing. Okay. And the other thing I can think of is Menudo, which was like, the joke was like, once you turn 18, you, like they kick you the fuck out. Mm. Like you're not interesting to our girl eight, you know, our teenage girl audience. I think Daft Punk, they're on their like 50th iteration. Daft Those Punk? aren't the original guys. You think in the robot suits, it's no longer Guy oh, Holm yeah. and Thomas Bangalter? No way, because they started Daft Punk in like the 1800s. I don't know what you're on about <laughs> at this moment. Daft Punk is eternal, man. All right, they're over. Whoever wears the mask becomes Daft Punk. <laughs> nobody knew, nobody cared who we were until we played that funky music. Um. Oh, that's true of like the Blue Man group, though. Like if you're, you just... You know, nobody knows who those guys are. Yeah. They swap them in and out all the time. But this is very not anonymous. This is people with identities. And like, so when someone graduates, if they do it because they don't want to or because they were found, uh, you know, kissing someone or whatever, then they have this graduation event, you know? And like the girl in the group is like, you know, thank you so much, everyone that supported me, blah, blah, blah. And it's just this weird thing where you're like, this is perhaps like, in a like um a consequence of the way we've set up this industry the pop idol industry of being like oh you're too old or we don't want you anymore so now you graduate but like mm. you know 
public facing, it just seems like, oh, they're always going to leave and go do bigger and better things. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It's like college basketball, you know? Some guys go on and play in the NBA. Some guys become accountants or whatever. Mm. Right, but those accountant guys don't hold events where they're like, I'm leaving, I'm done with college basketball, and I want to thank you all so much, and well, I hope you can continue to they, support me when I'm in the NBA. They, they must actually graduate. They gra- do an Instagram post. They must actually graduate, though, right? <laughs> they graduate college, and they don't play basketball anymore. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's true. true. There's a big ceremony when they graduate. <laughs> yeah. It's called the graduation. <laughs> I guess my, my, I don't know, what I was pointing, coming around to was just the idea of like, it is weird how all these like mores are in place and it's this total artificial thing that has like, its rules are just so you buy shit. Um, Miles, you didn't see episode four as we just did, but like the, the thrust of that episode was there's going to be rankings of all the idols. And I thought it was so weird to me. My only comparison with the rankings thing is like VTubers where people will compare subscriber accounts, but they don't publish that themselves. You know, it's this Mm -hmm. thing that other people do. And then you stop and go, who gives a shit? You know, watch Mm -hmm. who you want to watch. And with this group, I thought it was so weird that like at a concert, they like reveal on a projector screen, like, here's all of your rankings. And it just shows who likes what idol. And so it yeah. like is, so it's like the Adam the the idols are like competing against each other right for the, for the most uh, popularity. But then the way oh, so it actually is just like college basketball where there's like <laughs> seedings. <laughs> yeah, but that's based on performance stats, um, right? Right. Is it? Because what we find out in this is it seems like some of the ranking is based on sales. Like mm-hmm. if that's performance stats, baby. <laughs> no, what it means is like your fans who have expendable income or think they have expendable income can just go buy 80 of your CDs. The fans that love you the most will buy 80 yeah, of your CDs. That's based on your performance, isn't it? Yeah. You got to Yeah, but you don't go like I love this college basketball player the most. I'm going to go buy tickets no. with their name on it. Well, what what their these idols what their job is is to make the fans fall in love with them so they'll want to do anything for them and keep buying things. That's their job. Right. And they do that by... So that's the performance is... I'm backing up Miles here. That's the performance. Right? Yes, like, but, but I'm saying... Their that performance the, is measured by how... No, 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 no. Well, they can make people fall in love with You guys with them. don't know what I meant. What okay, I meant fine. was performance like as a salesman. Like, what are your sales numbers? What are your performance stats? But, but isn't that ultimately what they're judged on? Like, if... Like, Mina, if she keeps not drawing fans to her line, she's going to get kicked out of the group, isn't she? Yeah, I guess, but it's just like they in, they they like incentivize the fans because they're holding it over their head as like sure, maybe that kind of thing would happen behind the scenes where they go, "Hey, no one actually likes this girl over here. We fucked mm-hmm. up. No one cares for the girl." Well, like, let's replace her. You know. Yeah, but by being like, "Hey, we're going to rank them all." And there's this unspoken rule of like, and the least popular one might get kicked out and replaced. Then as a fan, you're like, "Well, I like her the most." So if she's not that popular, I'll just buy a hundred of her CDs to keep her in the group or whatever. Um, so it's like basketball if the fans could like keep a team in there. Yeah. Based on ju- their efforts. Just by their own personal preference. You know, because I have to imagine if you're a basketball fan, you still ultimately care about the team the most, right? You might be like, well, I like that guy, but he fucking sucks at assists or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> There's some weirdos out there who follow players from team to team. Oh, okay. really? Okay. That is very... You know, there's a ton of, like, like Kobe fans mm-hmm. who will, like, fight you about him on the internet. Not anymore. That seems like an idle thing. No, they'll they'll still do it. Yeah, well, I mean, probably even more now, huh? Yeah. I couldn't believe when uh, XXXTentacion died. Uh, 
if you said anything negative or made any kind of joke, these like teenage psychos would come out of nowhere and like harass people for it. It was like, mm. so this How is like a, a thing. This is like a very obscure example, maybe for uh, certainly you guys, but maybe our listeners too. But like, I like a team called Tottenham Hotspur, and they just fired their coach, Jose Mourinho, who's like one of the most successful coaches of all time, but he's like a horrible asshole. Mm. But like, he'll ha- he he. There's like people who are just fans of this coach, mm. and like, if you criticize him on the internet like his fans will pop up and be like he's way more successful than tottenham has ever been like it's it's just like these stupid toxic people who like yeah. are obsessed with the person that's yeah. that's well i mean hey I, I was talking about uh all these guys that come out of nowhere on twitter or um what's that uh quora to like defend elon musk and mm. you're like he, yeah he, exactly he doesn't do anything for you bro he just like <laughs> he's the ceo of a business Maybe you like yeah, his car. He doesn't, he doesn't care about you. <laughs> doesn't. He, he also shouldn't. doesn't need you to defend. Like rich celebrities don't need anybody to defend them. They don't right. need like regular. I don't know. They they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's not like rooting for a small pop idol group who does need your support and yeah. can say they appreciate you to your face. And yeah, this show kind of does make me feel like okay. I was wrong to criticize the handshake events like I did several pod episodes ago. I get it now. In the in the anime, they also don't call it a handshake, even though they do. They do. Don't they call it mostly a meeting line or something? They call it a handshake. They do to a degree. To uh, to a degree. But yeah, you see here more that it's not about the handshake. Like it happens, but then they talk for a minute. It's a meet and greet. It's a meet and greet, which makes more sense to me. A strictly timed meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, this has echoes from uh, Wonder Egg Priority. We had the one idol whose uh, fan would just line up over and over again to talk to her. uh, But then she Mm. eventually uh, fat shamed her, uh, which was horrible. But this isn't a show about trauma. There's plenty of shows like that. I mean, I wonder like... I do wonder what happened to Arepio that made her so easily fall into this lifestyle. Mm. Because it seemed like at the beginning of the show, she seems like this like very well-dressed young woman who's like seemingly pretty good looking. And suddenly she like stops changing her clothes and starts directing all of her income to like supporting Mina. Interesting. I don't know that she's necessarily good looking. I mean... Oh. Like, she's drawn as though she'd be good-looking, but I kind of also feel like anime characters always look like a certain level mm. of, of good as a cartoon, you know? You don't see their... But uh, she was at least, like, well-dressed, you know, before she became oh, a Oh, was she? I don't, I don't remember the very beginning of the show. We all, watched it a few days ago. All I remember is that she had a, a, a bullet necklace, and I really liked oh, that. Oh, yeah. The bullet necklace... Uh, I have a bullet pen that I got as a Max Payne... Three, uh, a promotional know, pro- item, like yeah. a premium. It's a pen, collector's it's, edition. It's a bullet, but it's a pen, and it's That's cool. Right. Um, What's mightier, though? You know, the pen or the bullet? When you think about it, the bullet pen. <laughs> the bullet pen is the strongest. That's right. You have two options. Um, yeah. But anyway, I like I like that she has a bullet. Uh, a bullet necklace. And then you see her wear it later, but I, I don't know if she keeps wearing it. I'm not sure. I did like, though, for a minute, she talks about how they're going to go to a, like, girls event that's, like, in a stadium. 
because there's a fashion show that like has a partnership with Cham Jam. So some mm-hmm. of the Cham Jam ladies are going to be in the fashion show. And that's also a thing because our uh, protagonist, she's like, well, they're not going to put my favorite, you know, Mina in there anyway. So why should I go? But the other guy is like, this is episode two, I think, is like, no, you have to go with me. It's going to be all girls there. I'm going to be the only guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are fans who are so dedicated. They go to this like bigger fashion event for girls and they're just there to see their idols in this like fashion show. Um, and that's- Mina... That's what? like when um, I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before where I where we like heard Vanessa Carlton was doing some like private event for like some marketing business thing. And so we showed up and we were the only like it was like myself, my friend and then like another small group of obvious also fans. But then everybody else was like much older and like in suits, like big stuffy old people in suits, like in fancy clothes and stuff like that and we were like obviously like just like young office workers who came out of work to come see vanessa carlton yeah Um, but you got lucky in that way because it was like a more personal yeah event right um it reminds me of jackie you and i years ago went to this like panel on like mental health or it was like mental health and comedy i don't remember Mm. But Maria Bamford was there, who's like one of my favorite stand-ups. Oh, yeah. And she talks about mental health all the time. And I did get to talk to her after it. But I also do remember, though, that she did like one of her sets. And she talked about like, you know, very frank, just like, you know, uh, intrusive thoughts that come into her head or whatever that, you know, makes her worry about family members. You know, like really just dark thoughts. And then like when they had the panel later, the like moderator asked one of the psychiatrists there, like, you know, what did you think about? you know, Maria's, when you listen, does that sound like something that you would hear or whatever? And he was like, yeah, to be honest, I was really, uh, it was kind of worrying. Oh. Yeah, I was worried about it. You know, if I heard that kind of thing, I, you know, and Maria just looked like horrified. Like, Aww. like she was like, oh, right. Like, you know, and I was waiting for him to be like, but you know, it was so funny or something. But instead yeah. it just seemed like he was like, yeah, that was upsetting. <laughs> it was really, uh, it was screwed up. But she was great. She was nice. Mm. Um, but anyway, anyway, the reason why I brought it up though is because yeah, I thought we'd see like Edipio get dressed up a little bit more, mm-hmm. and she does her hair, and her hair looks nice. I don't remember what she puts in there. Is oh, it pieces? Yeah. Of, is it like salmon related things? Oh, I don't know. She makes yeah. Is it? She just a little bit of salmon bedazzling in there, and she I think she puts on makeup, but she, her clothes are still like the track a tracksuit and a t shirt. Yeah, we don't get like a she's all that or whatever moment. The, yeah. the librarian takes off her glasses and lets down her hair. Yeah kind of a moment because we also don't need or want a romance between her and her fellow idol fans you know we don't no. need someone to be like oh i wanted it oh you did no. okay i wow. want i want a romance between her and uh mina that's what i want <laughs> there does seem to be some kind of romance between two of the idol girls yeah doesn't there oh yeah 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 between yeah, yeah, yeah. um you and mika maybe is the other one i the, think the, oh i thought that was a fan no, I don't think so. The one with the blonde hair, she's in the group. She and has the, a bob, and like the, just bangs, yeah, and yeah, kind of a bob. I don't know the blonde one, the and the other one. She's tall. She's tall with black hair. I think she's yeah. Mika, the sexy one in yellow. Yes, sexy yellow. It's the first episode kind of gives us an intro to how the fandom works, but also the members. There's like a front row, which is like the main, the most popular main girls who do a lot of the emceeing and stuff, and then there's other girls in the back, and they fill different niches. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And one of the things we learned that's very diehard about Edipio as a fan is that um, there's like a girl whose color is pink in the group, but her favorite Mina specifically is salmon pink. And so... Well, the, the, lead, the leader is red. Her color is red. Okay. Well, oh. I guess then in general, there's glow sticks that are generally pink. Yeah. But she actually takes out the pink gel or she gets white or something. She puts in a salmon pink color gel in her glow stick so that when she goes to an event... Mm. everyone's like waving glow sticks for their favorite idols corresponding color and she has some that literally glow like closer to a salmon color yeah because that's the color that mina wears so she customizes her her uh light up sticks mm-hmm. uh, which i thought was a fun detail but it is sad that mina maybe this would help her popularity her theme is like fish i know that fish <laughs> is very big in japan but like why not peach you know why not a fruit yeah like that if Salmon runs in in contrast to the other kinds of sweets that you would associate with pop idol girls, Mm -hmm. right? And when she goes to a meet and greet, when they reveal their new outfits, she has like hair ties that have roe, like salmon eggs or whatever. There might be a reason why, Mm. you know, maybe there's a backstory to that. She's the shy one. That's her like stereotype is that she's the, they all have to fit into a trope, you know? Yeah. And so her trope is that she's the... The shy, sweet one. Yeah, I do like that Mika had her like cleavage showing. And I was like, oh, look, she has cleavage showing. And then her fans cheer like, Mika, sexy and yellow. Yeah. And she does like a like a body roll kind of. Yeah, she was doing a lot of. Yeah, the, you notice the body roll. She was or doing like a lot a of body. And snap she or something. She was doing a lot of know. like rolling her body. Yeah. So there's, uh, let's see. I think I wrote. Just in case you forgot, down. some of us like to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Japanese moe is. is I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like this weird sort of, we've talked, I've talked about it. About what? Understanding like the Japanese idol or character cuteness of like, oh, they're adorable, but sexy at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a very weird will they, won't they between Mina and Ripio. It's like something I haven't seen before, really. You mean like, oh, well, yeah, but it's it's kind of cool in a way because at least for the first two episodes, I was like, this show is really about like human communication and mm-hmm. this idea of like overthinking how someone else might perceive you because yeah. you can't both just sit down and be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, there's a, a subplot where Mina, um, you know, um. Eripio thinks Mina is being very cold to her, like she doesn't like her, and or she's like annoyed by her or creeped out by her. But we know that that Mina does appreciate what Eripio does for her. Yeah. But is just too awkward to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, and they're and they're in this weird like super artificial relationship. Right. And yeah. they're having trouble like getting around that. Yeah, yeah, but I think that does happen to people who are even on equal footing. You know, where you're like, well, I don't want to seem too friendly, or it's going to come off as creepy. Right. And the other person is like, why don't they hang out more? You know, right. like, how come they don't, they, they always leave early when right. really that person's mm. like, oh, well, you know, they don't, they don't talk to me as much. So I probably bother them. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. Or like you, like, uh, they make you nervous. So you don't want to talk to them as much or like, you know, and then they think that you're, that you don't like them when really it's, you do like them. You like them too much, you know? Right. Um, yeah. or it's a basic level of respect. But in this case, yeah, there's a, there's a subplot where Mina points out or she notices like she doesn't get any fan letters and the other girls are like answering fan letters 
And they're like, you don't get any? And she's like, no. And they're like, well, how about we have you ask for them on stage? And she's like, okay, I guess. But then when she goes to ask for them at a concert, she realizes like her only fan that she really knows is the the protagonist, Eddie Pio. Mm-hmm. So when she goes to think of asking her for something, she pictures like, oh shit, I'm going to get like a fucking scroll, like a huge letter because yeah. she loves me and always sees me and always buys a ton of my CDs. I'm going to get a huge letter or something or a short yeah. letter written on fucking money. Yeah. She's very like very sweet in that she thinks a lot about other people um so she's like well i don't want that so let me ask for something smaller than a letter and then i'll get something that's a letter size basically right so she asks for a uh haiku paper i don't remember what they're actually called but there's like a festival coming up where you write haikus on a piece of paper and i think it's the thing where you hang it from trees you make a wish on it like you write you write your wishes on it uh which is in july um now my brain is like ah interesting the star festival which is based on the chinese chi shi festival mm-hmm. um and what's funny though is when uh so when she goes to ask for a letter she pauses and then says into the mic after hesitating for a bit like uh, i want haiku papers and then um kumasa the guy who's friends with eddie Pio, is like don't do anything weird like he pictures what mina feared that eddie Pio would do Mm-hmm. So they basically both know Eddie Pio pretty well because he's like, don't write like a huge haiku paper thing or don't like write her anything on money. Mm-hmm. Um, what ha- does happen is she writes a fuck ton of haikus. I forget how many. And she puts them in a box. And then uh, one of the managers of the group is like, let me just check what's in this box. And uh, just some unfortunate things happen and all of the haikus that Eddie Pio wrote get thrown out the window. Um, well, they're all wishes because that's part yeah. of the festival. But like, weren't some of the the wishes like weird? I forget what it was. <laughs> well, hold on. Some like, of them were like kind of personal, hornier wishes. Yeah, something about like drinking her bathwater or whatever. Oh yeah, it was like <laughs> I want to like I wish you and I could use the same shampoo and smell the same way. Yeah, it was something. I they they used Stan in the subtitles a lot, and I was curious about what the Japanese original japanese word was wait what did you watch this on crunchyroll mark we saw stan in the subtitles i don't remember that we watched it on funimation i didn't remember seeing that we did i saw it oh wait i did watch it on funimation okay i watched it on the same thing as you did we said it said stan a bunch of times oh okay well i say that so often it must have just been like uh natural to me Hmm. you know it's like fanatic Fanatic is the. Do you think they said Stan though? They do. I didn't hear they do say, say Stan. They do say Fawn, which is like. But I think that is a little bit more dedicated. That it is more like fanatic. Um, and they also do use the term gachi koi, which I learned from a VTuber, which is when you're in love with a idol and and stuff. Mm. Uh, and it kind of literally means like for serious love. So I guess it is an ideal that an idea that. Being in love with an idol is like the um, variation on it's not the norm. Like, yeah, you love them. They're your favorite. You have your fave, but you're not in love with them. Like, you know, there's like a dividing line. I found the pun. What'd you find? So do you remember the name of the coffee, the cafe that they would always go to? All no. the fans? Yeah, it was like not Starbucks, but like that. 
Stardust. So Stardust Coffee mm. Crusaders is my pun. Okay. Stardust Crusaders. JoJo Connection. And she's in JoJo, the actress. Yes. There you go. Mark, be impressed. Be impressed. I thought there was going to be a pun about stands or something coming. I... Stardust Coffee Crusaders. What about like Starbucks Crusaders? But the cafe is called Stardust. All right, Mark. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I'm impressed that um, Eminem managed to make it into the subtitles of this <laughs> anime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if there's a good stand equivalent. And uh, yeah, I can't quite find one. Um, but I guess you could just say, I guess Juan or something. Um, yeah, what are I some specific... show made me laugh even though i it also made me feel weird you know i was like i don't know if these are healthy relationships but it's funny still i wasn't too worried about the relationships it's consensual <laughs> it makes more sense yeah, with them being true. not super popular and only on tv you know yeah but you do worry about stalkers especially yeah they're called cham jam and it makes me think of cham the pop group from perfect blue which uh, has just antisocials, you know, psychopaths, you know, two huge problems yeah. in that in that movie are a fan stalker weirdo who might who is a murderer slash maybe rapist, and then uh, well, I won't spoil it for you, but uh, it's definitely got some unhealthy fan behavior, and so yeah, this yeah, being and called that was Cham like my Jam, background for this, yeah, I don't know, it, it's I think it's sweet and funny mostly. I'm not disturbed by it. Yeah, I, I, anyway. I'm only a little sad, but I push that to the side because I think the show also isn't focusing on that. Because, yeah, we don't know what Eddie Pio's real life is like, and I was curious mm. about that. Uh, maybe we'll yeah, get we to it. We see her at home, but I guess, does she live with her parents? Because somebody yelled at her when she screamed Mina's name from her balcony. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering that, was, that, too. I bet it's her parents. I thought that was neighbors or something. It could have been neighbors, too. Well, she is a part-timer because at one point, um, I guess it's in episode, is it in episode four, I think, Jackie? Right where... Basically, Miles, she's like, she needs more money. She's like really working hard because she wants to be able to buy a lot of minus CDs. So she goes up in the in the rankings. And so she takes on like extra part time jobs. Uh, and she's like, I don't know, maybe I should just get an office job uh, so I can get more money. And then uh, Kumasa's like, no, if you do that, then, you know, those jobs don't let you take random days off as easily. And she's like, OK, you're right. I'm not going to find an office job. Um, I will continue to be trash like you. And uh, the third guy who's like, we know he's like getting ready to go to college or something. He just looks at them and he thinks like, you guys are trash. Um, <laughs> so I, I kind of have to think that she doesn't make much money. She probably lives at home. Um, I think Japanese people live with their parents. I mean, we all do now. But for a long time, it was like in America, you're 18 and then you go to college and then you you go out on your own. And going back you home. You get drafted to fight in the Vietnam War. That's right. And you suffer trauma and you just push it down until it builds and builds and builds um and at the same time you save enough money to buy a house right which costs forty dollars <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then you know moving back home is kind of like oh you're moving back home but i think i know in europe you can live at home into your early 20s i think that's a thing in japan as well and it's not considered weird yeah right i mean it shouldn't be considered Listen, i weird. lived at home until i was 40 Miles, you're not even 40 now. 
You're 32, 33? You're 33. I am... 33. Yeah. I think I think it's normal in a lot of cultures. I think just uh we're very individualistic here and we think that people need to go out on their own and be independent right away. There used to be so much more free space in this country too. Mm. I remember when I was growing up it was the 1800s and you could go just get your own homestead but you might die. Yeah, you were you were one of the first members of Daft Punk until you gave up the mask in a ceremony. I know that I sometimes force like a canon into this show, but Miles, really, this is like <laughs> the hand is showing too much that you like this idea of like Daft Punk is a, an eternal organization and an and Illuminati of two who have always been there. What is that? What is Subscribe that? Subscribe to my Patreon Daft Punk fanfic. <laughs> what is that? Like, I, I, I can think of like a, there's a thing in Street Fighter that's like that, but is there like a work of fiction, like a movie or book where it's science or fantasy and it's like, Oh my God, throughout history, like the same people were there, you know? Mm. I can only think of The Shining where, um, you know, you have always worked at the Overlook kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know? Mm. Like Assassin's Creed, maybe? Mm. Something like that. I think we're at three steps removed from what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I wrote here... I, I have a note and I said to myself, like, I got to make sure these notes make sense because we're watching this in advance. I wrote favorite internal organ with a question mark. Yes. Uh, they the Somebody comes up to, to Mina and asks her, what's her favorite internal organ? Okay. I'm glad that that, that was not just a thought that I had. Yeah. Um, that's one of the just questions that someone asked in a handshake event. Yeah. And we see that like no I one like lines. Lungs? Lungs? Okay. Yeah. I like that you could feel them fill up. I feel like mm. heart is the obvious answer. I like the brain. Yeah, the brain's brain's pretty good. It's a good multitasker. Yeah, you would nerd. Shit. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like the kidneys because the adrenal gland is there. And it <laughs> makes you jump away from your, your enemies, from your demons. I like oh, internal organ. Never mind. I was gonna say skin, but that's not internal. No. But it is an organ. It is an organ. So is a Hammond. What? What is that? They make the musical organs. But ah. uh, we see that like no one lines up for Mina, but she has like flashbacks where other fans do. And one of them, the fans <laughs> they, they are just all, like, oh, I felt bad for you. Yeah. And and yeah, I think one of them was like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm here because I, I don't feel like lining up for my my favorite yeah. favorite. Or I'm too I'm too shy. I'm too nervous to line up for my favorite. So I'll talk to you <laughs> there. And, and that you don't did, intimidate me. That did remind me of a clip uh from one of the hollow live girls she goes and she just randomly queues up in a public game of apex legends and the two people that fill in you hear them on the mic they're talking about her because her username is just her idol name mm-hmm. and they're like oh is that name for real or whatever and she just gets on and is like hello and they're like oh are you really um matsuri and she's like yeah and then she talks to them for a bit because they're like oh yeah we're fans and she's like who's your favorite and one of them's like, well, of course, it's Matsuri. Of course, it's mm-hmm. you. And the other one's like, uh, I like this other one. He's just like, I had to be honest. Mm. And then she doesn't do anything about it at first, but then she does try to like knock him off a platform a little bit <laughs> later. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like weird because it's like you want to be honest, but this mm-hmm. whole industry and relationship is is not honest. Uh, but I would say that if you get online to see someone, don't be honest and say, I felt bad for you. So here I am. You are literally not my favorite, but I'm bored or something. 
I like fangirling. I like the... I like what they do. I don't know. When you see them react and they're like, oh my God, I love her so much. You know, I like that. I think it's a fun feeling when you do that. Yeah. And I've done that sometimes. In episode one, sometimes when they think of how cute their favorites are, they get like a cat shaped mouth. Or <laughs> yeah. maybe Motoy always has it, but they get the little like M sort of shaped. You know, they look like Meowth. That's all I have to say. Okay. You can see a little bit into the um, idols' lives where. Yuka sees a stink bug and she has a whole thing where there are bugs in her apartment and it or, or she sees a rat at some point. No, she um she's trying to go to their job and they're they're doing like the idols are doing stuff like answering fan letters and doing other prep work, maybe training. Um and she can't come cuz she sees a cockroach behind the fridge. It's a stink bug, I think. No, no, no. It's first a cockroach. Okay. And then she, the cockroach seems to leave, but then she sees a stink bug. Mm. Um, and so when they're all talking about what they wish for, she wishes for bug spray. <laughs> and a fan sends her a gift of bug spray, but the manager comments that it could also kill rats. Mm. Which, what the fuck is that? Is it just like chlorine gas that would just kill children? Yeah, it's you know, just like toxic, anything? super toxic. Um, my final note is that when Edipio, there's a scene where she gets on the same subway car or Mina gets on the same subway car as at EPO. And when she looks at her, she's just holding like a subway handle, you know, overhead or a bus handle, but she has like angel wings on. And I thought like, is this the first time we've seen illustrated an angel with wings holding a bus support handle? Mm. <laughs> and I think it might, it might not be truly, but it's the first time I've seen it. Anyway, Closing thoughts. I, for one, enjoyed this show and would like to finish it. Same. And if they do a live action version, I would like to be cast as all roles. (laughs) I would play every part. (laughs) Wow. I think I could play a fangirl. Of me. A fan of you? Yeah. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think about the show, Jackie? I I liked it. I want to keep watching it. Same. Right now. Are you just copying me? Yes. And what I said? Yes, I'm um your biggest fangirl right now. So I'm just trying to Nice. Just trying to get you to like me. Please and, buy ten of my CDs. And not be too nervous. Buy this podcast ten times when we're done recording it. Mm. Miles, how'd you feel? I think Clam Jam is a funnier name. <laughs> that sounds very disgusting. Listen, you know it'd be a better show? Uh Daft Punk in the 19th century. I I don't know. Do they even have regular synthesizers back then? Oh, what if they did a Wendy Carlos anime? What? Wendy Carlos. I don't know what that is. She like is a pioneer of synthesized music. She did the soundtrack for, I think, The Shining and some other like 70s movies that are, they all feel different. But Miles, what if there was an anime about basketball fanatics? Uh, it would be interesting to me. That seems mind-numbingly boring. I think a an anime about podcasting would be really interesting. We gotta find that. No, it's boring to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to see a basketball fan anime if it was Japanese, like, hardcore fans yeah. liking American basketball. Okay. And them trying and to get there. And they have to, there. like, find the... No, that's still boring. Well, I don't know. All right. 
If only they made shows about like fantasy realms and science fiction and stuff, you know, instead of all this boring crap that we talk about. If only. You mean our real lives? No, like why aren't there anime about like elves and ogres and demons? I don't like that. Oh, okay. Miles, were you going to say something? Your mouth started moving. Or are you just poised to say goodbye? I was just going to say nothing. Okay. Uh, In JoJo news, by the way, there is a new chapter of JoJo Leon out. I will be reading it soon and and i'll cover it i don't know what format it'll be i might just upload a solo pod episode to the patreon oh there you go make it a patreon only but it is also like good youtube content i don't know how many people will be doing like a manga chapter react okay you can put it on youtube maybe i could put it up audio only on youtube and ironically do video only on the patreon (laughs) i guess i could do that because that way i could probably illegally show panels of the comic you know Mm. But or make two videos one is like enhanced for patreon okay with- one's at 24p <laughs> and it goes on youtube and it looks like shit and yeah people the patreon one uses listen. like copyrighted music and <laughs> there you go um it's just kanye and prince music in the background the whole time all right everyone next week we are going to be watching the 1980s english dub of project aco which you can find on amazon video Happy birthday, Chad. All right, everyone, have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.